Hello and welcome to the Business Analytics and Analysis Podcast, your podcast on the world of analytics and analysis. This is episode six of the podcast. In this episode, I attempt to provide three phases to kick off a business analysis effort. Now, a disclaimer here. This is more of a template for you to get started. However, you may find, depending upon the project complexity or the project methodology, Agile versus Waterfall, you may find a better way that works for you. This is just a template. That being said, what I will provide is an example, a case study project to demystify how to kick off a business analysis effort. Business analysis is both an art and a science. As a science, there are steps that you can follow to kick off an effort successfully. And as an art, you can use soft skills to maneuver through the kickoffs. Project management versus business analysis. Let's kind of delve into the differences before we get into kicking off an effort. Project management is broad and covers a lot more versus business analysis covers understanding the business need and identifying the changes of the needs so as to deliver a valuable product. As Tony Robbins says, every problem is a gift. Without problems, we would not grow. This ties back to the business need and understanding what is the problem that we as business analysts are looking to solve. Now, before I go into the three phases, I wanted to kind of pose a case study so that you can understand how those three phases work through this case study. The case study is, Bob owns a brick and mortar vegan restaurant. In 2020, COVID impacted his business. He quickly realized that he needs to move his business online. Bob consults with his operations manager, Steve, his financial manager, Eric, and his staff about the goals and objectives for the next few months. They want to stop the bleeding that is a loss of customers that would typically walk through the doors. By moving the store online, they will not only stop the bleeding, but they anticipate an increase in revenue by 20% and a reduction in costs by 15%. As part of the move online, they want the ability to allow a customer to select from the menu, place their order, and pay for the order online. They want the customers to have the option for home delivery through DoorDash within a certain radius or pick up from the restaurant. They hire Dave, who is a project manager and has an offshore team of business analysts, developers, and testers. You are one of the offshore business analysts and have been approached to gather the requirements as a business analyst for this project. They want this developed and tested in three months. The next step here is, well, what do you do with this information? There are three simple steps to follow to kick off the effort. Phase one is a discovery of the effort. Phase two is to understand the stakeholders, build a stakeholder matrix. And phase three is build a requirements management plan. At this point, if you are a new business analyst, the prospect of getting a project handed to you can be a daunting task. Fret no more, this does not have to be daunting at all. Follow these three steps mentioned below, as I mentioned um, in the uh, in this recording, and let me break it down into simple steps for you. Phase one, as I mentioned, is the discovery of the effort. In reading and listening through the case study, there are a couple of things that I would like you to do. 
The first step is for you to break down the information into smaller bit sizes. So there is a template available on my website at baknowledgeshare.com that provides you a step-by-step -step way to break down the information that you have received. The business need is not always clearly provided as clearly provided as in the case study, as I mentioned um, earlier. So the template will help you break down that information. So basically what you're gonna to try to do is understand a couple of things. Well, understand what are they trying to solve for? So this covers the what, why are they trying to solve for this? So understanding the why is important because that will give you an understanding of the value that it's gonna provide. For those that are following the Agile methodology, for that matter, any project, understanding the value that the customer is looking for is important. So over here, the why is important for you to understand. So within the problem statement provided by the project manager, look for the why. And if it's not clear, go back to the project manager or to your business stakeholders and understand the why. When are they looking to deliver this by? Now, this is kind of important for you because this will help you plan your requirements activities and kind of understand, well, how much time are you looking for and whether you need more time and if it's realistic to do your analysis. And what, where are they looking um, to uh, implement this project? Now, um, let's break down this, what, why, when, um, and where into uh, bit size uh, pieces based off of this case study. Step one, as I mentioned, is to understand the why. The case study outlines the why clearly. The why is due to COVID, there is a business need to move the store online. Otherwise, they will lose their customer base. Step two, understand the what. This would get you to what is being changed. Overall, the change revolves around moving from a brick and mortar uh, store to an online store. As part of the move online, they want the ability to allow a customer to select from the menu, place their order and pay for the order online. They want the customers to have the option for home delivery through DoorDash within a certain radius or pick up from the restaurant. Step three is understand the when. They want this product delivered in the next two months. Step four is understand the where. Well, the where is it needs to be moved to an online restaurant. Step five is build the problem statement. Uh, not required, but helpful for your understanding. If I were you, I would build that out. Now, the next part in this phase is to build a context diagram. What is a context diagram? Now, this is more, uh, some, more for your understanding as a business analyst, as to kind of understand the different components of this project. Think of it as a high-level mind map, which can, gives uh, one an understanding of the system with inputs and outputs. Now, the context diagram basically provides your systems inputs, systems outputs, user inputs, user outputs. Uh, there is plenty of information on context diagrams online. So I would recommend if you are a new business analyst, you can go online and Google and search for what a context diagram is. Without getting too much into the weeds, this should give you an understanding of the touch points of the system through a context diagram. This also provides you with an L0 scope of any important scope level questions that you need to follow up on. So it'll give you the gaps and make you understand what the gaps are.
understand your stakeholders is the next phase. Phase one and phase two may not be sequential, but they can be done side by side. This is an important phase in my mind. This will give you a good understanding of who your stakeholders are and their criticality in the requirements process. If there is a project charter, I would first reference the charter. If not, the business analyst for this effort would connect with the project manager. There is a template on baknowledgeshare.com that you can use to kind of break down the information of what, a, what the stakeholders are and who the stakeholders are. Uh, it's called a stakeholder register. In the stakeholder register, you will be provided with a breakdown of certain columns. Uh, the BA would understand the roles of each stakeholder through that stakeholder matrix or register and understand those, their specific high-level needs, meaning the stakeholder's specific high-level needs. Now, in this case study, the business owner, Bob, may have different requirements than an operations manager. The, the stakeholder register or matrix provides or also offers a view into the stakeholder's influence versus the interest. A stakeholder may be highly interested in the effort, but, not much, but may not have much of an influence. What that means is that you as a BA would focus your requirements gathering on who holds the most influence. You don't want to ignore those that do not have the influence, but at the end of the day, as an example, if the operations manager is ultimately going to deal with the customers, which would ultimately impact the bottom line, you would want to consider the operations manager's requirements. At the end of this exercise, you will understand the stakeholder map or the, the, the layout of the stakeholders and who would provide the sign-offs on the requirements or who would influence the requirements the most. This phase will also help you in the next phase of planning the requirements tasks. As you move along in the project life cycle, you may want to come back and update this list. This is definitely a fluid exercise and a fluid phase. As I mentioned earlier, phase one and phase two are not sequential. They happen side by side and may, will happen side by side with phase three as it is a fluid phase. The next phase is phase three, building a requirements management plan. Now, most of you won't even have the time to build a requirements management plan. It all depends upon the methodology you're using, the complexity of the effort, and how much time you're given to gather the requirements and how much wiggle room or negotiation room you have to build a requirements management uh, structure or plan. But essentially, if it is not a deliverable, you can kind of scribble something on a piece of paper just so you understand the different sequences of events that need to happen. Now, Keep in mind just a little bit of a quote by Ben Franklin. By failing to prepare, you're preparing to fail. And this definitely speaks to this phase. In life, it is always good that you to have a plan in place. Whether you follow it to the T doesn't matter. What matters is that you have a baseline and a roadmap. None of these phases are a requirement, but they are a good practice for you to build a clarity muscle. Building clarity for a business analyst is critical and having a plan helps with building the clarity. On the BA Knowledge Share website, there is a template that you can use to gather your requirements of, uh, plan or create a requirements management plan. In this template, there is a breakdown of the tasks and subtasks that you think you will need to take, take to achieve the goals. This plan will give you a sense of who needs to be involved in each effort. One of the biggest pain points of stakeholders is that they do not have the time. By planning ahead and letting them know that you would need approximately X hours of their time for the next X weeks, 
This helps mitigate the angst of not having stakeholders when you need them. Work with the project manager to understand the overall project timelines and build your plan accordingly. Now, as I mentioned earlier, and in my as a disclaimer, this is just a guideline. This kick off a scoping exercise. However, uh, you may find that there's something better that works for you, uh, or you may find that there's some uh, phases that I mentioned earlier that don't work for you. It's totally up to you. This is more of a guideline and a baseline to get you started and get your thoughts going. So as I mentioned earlier, there's three phases. In phase one, it's the discovery of the effort. Phase two, understanding your uh, stakeholders. And phase three, building a requirements management plan. Um, Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And please do visit my website at beingallthatshare.com. And that being said, please do subscribe to this podcast if you do find value from this. And until next time, see you then.